Welcome to Utilizing Tech, the podcast about emerging technology from Gestalt IT. This season of Utilizing Tech focuses on edge computing, which demands a new approach to compute, storage, networking, and more. I'm your host, Stephen Foskett, organizer of Tech Field Day and publisher of Gestalt IT. Joining me today as my co-host is the fabulous Allison Klein. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. So happy to be back, Stephen. Another topic on IoT and Edge. I can't wait. Exactly. And um, that's been the interesting thing that um, there is such a crossover, isn't there, between IoT and Edge? Because, I mean, truly IoT and Edge are kind of, um, well, dancing around the same, uh, dancing to the same music in a way, in that you've got devices all over the place, you've got sensors, you've got all sorts of stuff happening. And that's especially true in industrial settings where you've got industrial control systems and so-called operational technology or OT. And, and we haven't talked about that much on the podcast, though we have brought it up again and again. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was preparing for this podcast and one of the thoughts that came into my mind was it's weird that IoT sounds like the old school technology when we talk about where we're going with this, because I think that IoT still has so much potential in terms of um, where it can go and, and what it can do. Um, for organizations and for society. Um, but yeah, the, the opportunity uh, to integrate core capabilities um, and, and grow the edge into that distributed computing model that we've been talking about and looking at those industrial settings and thinking about what needs to change. Um, I can't wait to get into the topic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and indeed, that's one of those things where um, we've been kind of, like I said, we've been talking about this a bit. So we decided today to invite an expert in industrial IoT and control systems onto the show. So Andy Foster is a product director and co-founder of IoTech. And as you can tell from the name of the company, it's right there. Uh, they know a heck of a lot of this about this stuff. Uh, Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Stephen, and thanks, Alison. It's a pleasure to talk to you guys today. Yeah, as Stephen said, I'm Andy Foster. I'm the product director, iTech Systems Limited. Uh, we're a software uh, company. We develop software platform technologies for the industrial edge and also uh, management solutions for, to support industrial environments as well. And it's interesting that those systems are starting to become interoperable and intermanageable and integrated into this whole um, global compute world. Because, I mean, traditionally, industrial control systems were pretty standalone, weren't they? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, uh, edge computing, if you, if you if in the OT world, is, is not particularly new. I think what is developing is the convergence between the OT world or the edge OT world and industrial systems and also the IT world. And that's where, that's the direction of travel. I think a lot, lot of the big companies and organizations that we support across different verticals who are de deploying um, edge and, and uh, industrial IoT solutions, they, they have both, you know, typically a system will have both edge elements and cloud components. So interoperability between those different, which have been segmented environments traditionally, is becoming more and more important. Andy, I was so excited to talk to you because of your breadth of experience in this space. You talk about the convergence of OT and IT. That represents not only a change in the way infrastructure is deployed, but also the cultures associated um, with that infrastructure and how it's managed and the thought processes about 
what you can do with the information on, on these systems. Can you tell me a little bit about how you've seen this um, evolve with your client base and, and what you've learned in terms of the, the combination of OT and IT? Yeah, as I said, I think one of the, this is something that's been evolving, you know, probably over the last six or seven years. Um, you know, what the, 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 as I mentioned before, one of the key challenges is that traditionally those worlds have been, uh, if you like, siloed. Um, the, the IT world is, 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 is fairly well understood. A lot of the technologies that are used within there are fairly well tried and tested. The OT world is very, very heterogeneous. Uh, there's a lot of different technologies and uh, devices and uh, different types of standards that are used in, 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 the, in, in the OT world. And actually to, you know, to bring those things together is a, is a significant challenge. There's a, cult there's a cultural challenge and there's a technical challenge. The IT system, the IT guys don't necessarily understand the OT world. Uh, and then, you know, technically, because you're de dealing in the OT world with a myriad of different technologies, being able to, you know, particularly when we're focused on the industrial IoT world, what we're talking about is acquiring large volumes of data from different systems. Some of the data gets processed on the edge. A lot of the data gets shipped up into the into the cloud, into the IT world uh, for, you know, big data storage, uh, further analytics and things like that. So, um, having the the IT guys understand what's going on in the in in the OT world and then supporting the actual technical challenges of uh, uh, of moving that or supporting a hybrid system where 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 the data has to be processed both on the edge and in cloud has you know is, is something that is evolving um it, it, the technologies um initially were pretty immature quite fragmented building these systems was quite a an, an integration nightmare you know but as we've moved forward technology vendors um the, the, the application of open standards is facilitating a, a much better convergence and i think now the systems are you know the, the the systems are being deployed successfully a lot of you know a lot of organizations are deploying industrial it at scale um so things have moved along a lot and, you know, that's a combination of maturity of the, of the technology, the adoption of open standards, and then the vendor community has stepped up to the mark as well in terms of the enabling technology, the platform technology, the management technology that, that, the, uh, that can be deployed, deployed to, to facilitate or enable this end-to-end -end, uh, system. It's interesting because everything you're saying, if you had changed, I don't know, the subject of the sentence, would sound entirely familiar to people in data center IT, in cloud, in edge, in networking, in security. It's like, um, you know, you know, they say software is eating the world. Uh, mm -hmm. Open standards and interoperability is eating the world. Sensors are eating the world. Um, you know, IoT technology is everywhere. It's like all of the same, uh, all the same forces, technological forces that are impacting all of these other areas 
are impacting the world of industrial control systems. Mm -hmm. And the industries are responding in similar ways. But I think one thing that's different about the industrial space is that you're dealing with different kinds of companies and people with different kinds of backgrounds. And they're approaching things very differently because they don't have that sort of IT man mindset that uh, that you'll find in the enterprise technology space. You know, whether yeah. it's storage or networking. Um, and, and I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how are these standards emerging? You know, what direction are they going in? And really, who what's driving standardization in the industrial space as opposed to the IT space? Yeah, well, that's a good question. So standards in the industrial space are, are not nothing new. So, you know, that, that's, and that's, actually, that's one of the challenges. There's a, there's a myriad of different standards for communicating with equipment in the industrial space. Um, and actually supporting those what supporting all those myriad of different types of protocol is one of the key challenges to how how do you actually connect when you have so many different standards uh, and then how do you basically if you're if you need if you have to connect to equipment which has many different uh, languages if you like and data formats how do you take that data and present it in a format both um, in a normalized format both to the applications that you want on on the edge it might be your edge data processing or your filtering algorithms etc cetera, etc cetera. and also th that data uh, at least a subset of that data is typically going to be pushed up into your cloud environment to the IT guys where they're running their you know they're running their big, big data analytics and that's where a combination of new platform technology which can actually support if you like the connectivity to many different data sources it, particularly in parallel can acquire the data at like high volumes uh, and possibly very low latencies can take that data normalize it perhaps into a common standard representation so this is where new standards are, are, are being applied things like for example OPCOA it's used heavily within manufacturing and in, 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 in industrial space so you may be taking data feeds from lots of different protocol standards normalize it into a into a if you like a common um, standard like OPCOA or perhaps MQTT or JSON and then Provide that provide that data uh, to the IT guys or the, the cloud service environment in a format that they understand. So again, applying standards so that they can get that data in a in a in a representation that they can manage in a you know in a in a more efficient way. They can't just tap in to all of the different uh, data feeds and all the different protocols. So again from from if you like from the edge environment the other standards being applied there to normalize the data uh, and then what, from the communication if you like northbound up into the it environment the cloud environment the standards being applied there to uh, support communications to support the providing the data in a the formats that the cloud environment or the it guys invite uh, expect and that can be you know that can be you can have a lot of times when you interoperate between the edge and cloud, there's, there's common standards that are being applied now. As, as I said, things like MQTT or REST technologies or even like OPCOA as a, as, a, as a standard communication fabric. But then on top of that, if you're working in different verticals, on top of the core communication fabric, if you like, there's 
there's data standards that have been applied across the verticals so that you're providing the uh, data in the format that your domain expects. So things like in the renewable energy space, we've got things like SunSpec. Uh, in the building management space, we've got standards like Haystack, which are basically data models that you can apply on top of, if you like, the core communication standards. You know, one thing that I was thinking about as you were talking, Andy, is that coming from a data center space um, myself, I've seen the struggle for true interoperability in multi-cloud environments. And, you know, maybe some of the limitations of how cloud has evolved has come from standards not quite getting the customer there. You are very deeply involved in the standards efforts in this space. What do you think is different here that is going to ensure that companies can really take advantage of true interoperability across infrastructure providers, across you know different um, manufacturing or or um, uh, edge environments, to ensure that uh, a, a diversity of solutions can be deployed and managed and be effective in terms of um, true interoperability. Well, I think over time. Uh... As I said, the, the underlying technologies are, are maturing, uh, the, the, uh, and also there are there are a number of key standards, if you like, that are are, are emerging as the as some of the I guess uh, the winning technologies, because you know there's potentially the, the, there's lots of different mechanisms, if you like, if you want to communicate between your edge environments and your your data center or your cloud cloud service environment. Uh, but there are a number of technologies that are emerging, which I think are standards that are sort of becoming the dominant standards. And that's, that's a, that's, that's a, I think that's a good thing. It's typically the standards that are successful are the things that get deployed, the, you know, get deployed in real environments the most. And then the standards actually evolve uh, to, to support the, the, de the deployment and the usage. And I'm talking about, as I said, I mentioned things like uh, standards uh, uh, like, like OPCOA in, in the industrial and manufacturing world as a, as a core communications standard that everybody uses as, as the base interfaces into the OT world, or things like MQTT has evolved as a, one of the key standards for asynchronous communications. And if you like, uh, it's one of the key mechanisms that many uh, hybrid cloud edge environments use to communicate between the edge, so MQTT or secure MQTT, and, and then there's, there's some others, but there are some uh, standards that are clearly evolving the way you see them again and again are being used as the, the common standards within the, within the industrial space. It's interesting that you bring up MQTT specifically, because I think that that's one that's really going to resonate with those who've been trying to deploy edge applications. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of MQTT underlying the, uh, well, a lot of <laughs> a lot of the edge systems that people are, are out there. And I think that it sort of exemplifies the collision between these traditionally segregated worlds. I mean, Back in the day, it was pretty common, I think, for people to look at a lot of the systems that you're talking about, these, you know, SCADA and stuff like that, and, and say, you know, that's that's something completely different. That's something unrelated to what we're doing in IT. 
Uh, there's that old saying that uh, operational technology is IT for the places that don't have carpet. Um, and, and I think that, that that's really changing, especially in the edge environment, because, yeah. well, a lot of quick serve restaurants don't have carpet. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, same for a lot of energy uh, production spaces. It, it basically, IT is stepping into those areas as well. And, and we're starting to find common ground. And as I said before, too, the technology, the protocols, they're all coming together as well. I know that there's a lot of um, uh, power over Ethernet for example, that's being talked about in those spaces. And, and there's a lot of IP-based uh, systems and, and cloud. There's a lot of cloud integration coming in the industrial control and OT world that, that may surprise people. Um, why don't you talk about that a little bit, Andy? Um, how are uh, sort of traditionally IT things uh, coming in and being integrated with OT? Well, that's a great question. So it's, at, it's, at, it's actually at multiple levels. So for one of the things we haven't touched on so far is that um, the OT world is becoming, has t tended to be hardware centric. So there's a lot of, you know, PLCs, microcontrollers, um, a lot of hardware based solutions to support that in the environment. But there's a, you know, the, the trend is now that the, the, the OT world is becoming more software defined. So there's much greater use of, if you like, standard commodity hardware, so industrial PCs, uh, lightweight um, controllers, uh, and basically the, the traditional hardware-centric, say, control systems are being redeveloped as software workloads that can run on a, on a you know, on a industrial PC, on running in, for example, in a, on a hypervisor in a, in a virtual in a VM. Though now those are technologies that would typically, if you like, come from the uh, the IT world from the cloud environment so virtualization is is you know lots of the industry the ot environment now the networks are supporting virtualized compute systems Con things like containerization for providing like application portability you're seeing a lot of ot applications which are containerized because it just makes it much easier they're portable it's much easier to much easier to deploy uh, and you can run it, you know, that, as you said, you can run them on lots of different devices. You can orchestrate them from the cloud and stuff like that. So the OT world's becoming, adopting a lot of uh, technologies top down, if you like, that are coming from the, from the IT world. Like I said, I mentioned uh, virtualization, containerization, uh, the use of commodity hardware and not bespoke hardware devices like PLCs. You can actually run the control systems uh, on PCs as, as virtualized uh, workloads. The other thing we touched on before as well, as you mentioned, things like MQTT. Now, one of the key things that, you know, MQTT as a technology is, um, is very popular because, um, you know, what people are looking for as well and from our customer base as well is, is they, want, they want flexibility and choice. And they want, you know, they want their system be, to be future-proofed, you know, from the day it's deployed, and they may want to extend it to bring in new, new types of use case on their on their core solution over time. Technology like MQTT, with which is a, like an asynchronous message backbone, if you like, so it supports loosely coupled applications. It allows plug and play, so it, you can bring in, you know, you can you can um, you can be publishing if you did like your data feeds across the MQDT, they could be picked up by your edge applications. You could be pushing the same data or subset that of the data up into the cloud. But if you want to bring new elements into your solution, into your environment, whether in the cloud or in the, they can tap into that same 
data feed because MQTT as a technology makes it very easy to do. do. Um, and MQTT is used, you know, as I said, a lot, um, not only on the data plane, so for actually the, 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 the data that's coming off your sensors and devices, but it's used as a, um, an integration fabric on the control plane as well. So it's used to actually manage the systems because it's so flexible. You know, in terms of allowing plug and play and choice, you can bring new ingredients into the system very, very easy, easily. Andy, I think that we've been talking about edge on this podcast and elsewhere um, quite a bit lately. And one of the things that seems like the, the dominant topic is what is the opportunity from data at the edge? You know, when you think about OT um, with, you know, a, a tradition around siloed uh, solutions, that are you know primarily focused at risk mitigation of data escape. Um, we're, we're changing a bit to the opportunity statement of what this data provides and what it can mean from the broader organization to get to give access more holistically. Um, where do you see the opportunities that your customers are looking for in terms of that data sharing um, from manufacturing and, and more industrial? applications and and do you see any particular trends that um, extend across customer bases in terms of data opportunity yeah absolutely i i think uh in terms of general general trends what what the edge is facilitating is that um as you said t traditional particularly in the industrial world you had a you know an, a, an organization may deploy a, a range of different siloed systems and you know they have their own connectivity and they're talking to their own pieces of equipment and stuff like that what people are trying to do now is is actually if you like get a, a much broader um if you like digitize their operations get a much better digital picture of what's going on within an organization uh, and not just um you know so they they may need to do that uh they may need to to tap into many more different uh, uh, sources of data not you know and they may be coming out of their siloed systems as well and be able to have a, a holistic view of what's going on in the in their environment for, you know across the environment so the edges facilitate is, is a is a is, is a key enabler if you like uh, of facilitating if you like that digital transformation of organizations, particularly in the industrial space that, 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 you know, where we work, it's the point where the, uh, if you like the, the, uh, the edge technologies allowing, allowing the organizations to, uh, connect to all of the different systems, bring that data into the edge environment. Uh, sometimes they're processing it directly you know, on the edge compute. Uh, they may be, you know, deploying new case, new use cases, which are running different analytics for perhaps predict doing things like predictive maintenance, determine whether your, your manufacturing line is running, uh, you know, running correctly, or whether there's possibly going to be a fault on the, you know, on, on some sort of production process. Um, the other thing is obviously the other, the other thing it might be doing is, uh, you know, normalizing the data and then allowing that normalized data to be. Pre, pre, to be sent northbound up into the cloud environment, so that they they may be, you may be doing looking at long term trends in terms of the, the the how your factory environment's running, or you know storing the data for 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 uh, other types of offline analytics etc. But the edge is key to facilitating that, and particularly the platform technologies 
or that are that are that are being used at the edge, the ability to basically connect to any piece of equipment independently of what what protocols they're speaking, do that easily. It's typically a quite a traditionally that's been a you know connecting to your equipment's been a a, a, um, a time consuming, costly in integration activity with you know with a lot of bespoke code. A lot of the platform new technologies are out there allow you allow the uh, customers to basically to connect to those systems through configuration or using modern techniques like dynamic discovery you can discover endpoints you can onboard those devices the platform is running at the edge allowing you to acquire that data at whatever uh, volume and whatever latency you need to, to get it take it normalize it independent of what type of data stream it's coming from. So as you said, you might have in a, in a factory, you might have Modbus devices, Profinet devices, Siemens F7 devices, bring that data independently from, from what, the, the, what the equipment is you're talking to, provide it into a normalized format. And that's where some of the, I said, some of these new standards are being applied very successfully, like normalize it into OPCOA or normalize it into you know J, uh, uh, MQTT JSON and then supply that data up to either the other other applications that are running the edge environment, or possibly push that data up um, uh, to the to your IT environment for for other types of uh, you know processing. Yeah, that whole description is going to sound very familiar to those of us in the IT space who've been involved in observability specifically, because that's exactly what happens with a lot of the enterprise observability trend right now. It's the same thing, just different protocols. Uh, where they're uh, collecting a lot of data at the endpoints, they're organizing it, they're filtering it, they're recategorizing it, and then they're sending it on for processing and analysis. And I think that that's actually another thing that I'd like to call out here is that whole idea of uh, locality of data and locality of processing. Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that was very important as well to you, Andy, the idea that um, that data is, um, is there's, there's a flood of data at the edge and there's gonna be more because there's more and more sensors. There's yeah. video uh, as well. There's all sorts of different kinds of data collection that are really exploding in industrial IoT, in building IoT and in edge systems. All of that data has to be processed, has to be categorized, filtered, organized, and then sent onward for processing. And I think that that's exactly what's happening in your world as well, right? Uh, that's exactly, and as I said, that's why the, that's one of the that's one of the key areas where the the edge is actually bringing value to that. There's many more, um, if you like, um, sources of data. You know, the organisers, as I said, there's a trend to connect to lots of lots more systems than they were traditionally connected to to take that data potentially for you know, for, uh, for operational purposes, it may be the data that's coming out of an existing control system, but it may be valuable data in terms of how the overall you know, operation of a, of a factory is running. Um, but because of the deluge of data, you, you typically, um, you know, the, the, because of things like cost, latency, security, perhaps, you don't want to be shipping all of that data up into your cloud environment to, to be processed. The edge can provide a lot of value there and basically, as you said, processing it locally, making some decisions on that data, which you want to do locally for, you know, might be for, for latency reasons or just makes much more sense to, to process it. It can filter that data. It can cleanse the data and then it can present the data 
in a in the format that the the if you like the northbound services uh, in a much more uh, consumable format uh, in a more standards based way let it make it much easier to to consume that data um you know it makes as i said makes the integration easier the the edge can actually by by processing that data and providing it to your uh, northbound services in your IT environment or in your cloud in the format uh, that they want and only the information that they're really interested in. It means that all that filtering of the data doesn't have to go on in the cloud, which is traditionally what happened before, um, you know, a lot of before the, the, the trend to, to do a lot of that processing down uh, on your on your local edge nodes. A lot of the data was simply shipped up up into the cloud where it was filtered and transformed and stored in databases and stuff. But the volume of data uh, and the more and more systems that are being connected up uh, is just becoming prohibitive. So the edge has a crucial way role to play, even if it's just a source of where it's filtering the data and you know transforming the data before it gets pushed northbound. So I think that one of the things that really comes together for me with this conversation is we've talked about edge and, and the core capabilities across edge, but in the industrial space, edge to me represents even more than just um, the opportunity around data. It also represents what I see as the culmination of the convergence of OT and IT. And that to me is really interesting. I've learned a lot from this conversation, Andy. Thank you so much. Um, for sharing your views, um, and and I guess the 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 real question to you, Stephen, is where do we go next on uh, this podcast in terms of learning more about the industrial space of edge? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to uh, to continue this conversation because I see so much commonality and so much similarity between. Uh, what we've been talking about when it comes to IT systems and what Andy's talking about when it comes to OT systems. Yeah, I know. Just to say, thank, you know, Alison and Stephen, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. I think that this subject area is, you know, obviously close to what we do as an uh, iTech systems. I think, you know, it's a very interesting area, which is um, becoming, you know, becoming very important. If anybody wants to find out any more about how we manage, you know, edge systems and how we support customers that are converging their IT in their own T environments, they can, you know, come to our website www.iotechsys.com. We've got lots of information there. There's ways to contact us through through the website. Or if you want to, you can contact me directly at andrew.foster at iotechsys.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks so much, Andy. Uh, I really appreciate getting a little bit of a glimpse into the world of OT. Uh, Allison, how about yourself? Where are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to lately? Uh, you know, I've been following Edge and writing and, and interviewing on Edge on my platform, The Tech Arena, which is thetecharena.net. And um, you there you can uh, check out a number of different interviews um, from folks about the Edge as well as download my 2023 Edge Computing Report. Um, and I just can't wait to learn more. I think this is such a um, vastly... Uh, changing landscape as technology solutions hit the market and customers get more uh, sophisticated in their deployment. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, to, you know, I mean, that was why we started Gestalt IT 15 years ago to get a bigger picture look and to understand more of the world of IT. And for me, conversations like this are really a continuation, a straight line continuation of that, because 
those of us in the uh, who grew up in the data center space, uh, then we learned about cloud and now we're learning about edge. Uh, we're learning that there's a lot more uh, to discover. So it's it's really a fascinating topic. Um, like I said, so much of the same technology that's being deployed in multiple areas and um, and so many familiar uh, challenges that are being approached. Um, we, uh, for our part, are going to be uh, actually this week at uh, VMware Explore. Uh, Allison, I know you'll be there as well. We'll see you there. Uh, and of course, we'll be doing um, more uh, Edge uh, podcasts coming up. One thing I'm, I'm planning on doing is recording an episode on site, on premises, as it were, at VMware Explore. So hopefully, Allison, I can corner you and uh, Alistair and get, uh, get that recorded next week. Also, of course, we've got more companies uh, looking at our uh, Edge Field Day event. And uh, so we'll be inviting them to come on the Utilizing Edge podcast as well. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Utilizing Edge. Uh, this is part of the Utilizing Tech podcast series. Um, previous seasons have focused on AI and CXL technology, and uh, we're already starting to look at what we're going to do next time. If you enjoyed this discussion, please do subscribe uh, in your favorite podcast application. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. We'd love to hear that. Um, we would also love for you to subscribe uh, to the videos. You can find them on uh, uh, the Gestalt IT video channel on YouTube. And as I said, we're looking toward the future of utilizing tech. So if you've got an idea, uh, maybe reach out. I'd love to hear from you. This podcast is brought to you from uh, GestaltIT.com, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise. For show notes and more episodes, though, as well as contact information, head over to our dedicated website, utilizingtech.com, or find us on Twitter or Mastodon at Utilizing Tech. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week.